Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from thebluesguitarshow.com. Hope everyone is having a great week this week. I've got a really fun episode for you. Um, I had the pleasure of heading down to South Wales a couple of weeks back and checking out the Welsh Rockabilly uh, Weekender, uh, known as the Welsh Rockabilly Fair. It was their 10th year anniversary. Um, I was... Uh, super happy that they invited me down there really great to meet so many nice people um, hear some great music enjoy some of the uh, weird and wonderful sights of Wales and yeah generally got to uh, see some great bands meet some cool people and uh, had a good time it's um, amazing when you go to things like that the whole kind of you kind of get into the small scene um, that exists in these different sort of pockets and yeah really cool people that come from all over the place and like I say, the bands were great, had a really cool lineup, and of course had some fantastic guitar playing, lots of Gretches, lots of hollow body guitars, lots of reverb, and uh, yeah, lots of fun. So in this episode, I'm going to run through some of the bands that I saw. Unfortunately, I couldn't stay until the last man standing photo on Sunday night, uh, because it was about a three hour drive for me. And uh, at midnight on a Sunday, it was just a little bit too rich for my blood. Um, but I will talk you through some of the bands that I saw. Uh, you can listen to some of the interviews with the bands I did live, which are really fun. Uh, great to interview some people live. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing that. And uh, I'll take you through my, my picks uh, for the weekend. So the first band that I saw when I got there, we got stuck in some crazy traffic on the way, but I'm so glad that I made it for them, made it in time to see them, was the Rhythm Hepcats. Uh, great three-piece um excellent telecaster sound for the guitar big double bass sound and drums real driving kind of rockabilly stuff it was fantastic uh so here is my live on set on set <laughs> post stage interview uh with the rhythm hepcats check it out all right first interview of the weekend so we we just arrived here actually we got stuck in crazy traffic but do you want to let everyone know who you are and where you guys are from yep yeah, um i'm wolfie uh, we've got Paul and Russell and we're the Rhythm Hepcats from Cornwall. Absolutely fantastic. You guys drive down from Cornwall today? We're going back in a minute as well. What are you? You got another show or are you just heading back? No, <laughs> they're going back. I'm stopping the weekend. so. Nice. Absolutely. Well, you guys just got off stage and I can, I can feel the sweat coming off you. Um, <laughs> that was an amazing show. I'm so glad that we managed to catch it. It was really, really great. Proper high energy stuff. How long have you guys been playing together? Uh, as a band, years this lineup but two overall okay cool and you run uh, steve you won a uh, a radio show right i do i run two i won one for rockabilly radio on a monday evening bats and cats with wolfie and then on a saturday morning i do one for rocking 50s radio which is wolfie saturday shakedown awesome so can you guys tell me a little bit about how you guys got together and what about the uh, uh what you what you guys kind of play in terms of music yeah i i sort of joined you about a year ago and just from an advert but I've been playing bass for about 40 years. I'm 63, so I'm the oldest in the band. Uh, you don't look it. I was fishing for that compliment, you see. And, and without the beard, I look about 40, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, me too. But, I mean, <laughs> but I'm 31, so that's a fucking problem. <laughs> oh, awesome, guys. I really, really enjoyed the set. It was brilliant. And you guys mixed some classics with some of your own stuff. Yeah. Have you got any of your own stuff recorded anywhere? Not yet, but we are looking to go into the studio to record uh, in the next six months. Amazing. So watch this space. Fantastic, guys. Who, uh, who are you looking forward to seeing this weekend? Uh, go-getters for me and the Black Cat Boppers. Black Cat Boppers are tonight, if I'm right. And then they are, yeah. Go-getters are Sunday night, is that right? Yes. Bloody hell. So that's going to be a late one Sunday night. Oh, yes. Uh, you guys, well, you guys aren't because you're heading back, but are you going to be here for the last man standing photo? Too right I am. 
they made that for me. <laughs> Fantastic, guys. Uh, really, really cool. Have you guys got any other shows or anything coming up that you want to give a shout out to? Tomorrow weekend, next weekend, we got St. Ives down in Cornwall. Lovely seaside village, banging pub, Union, Union Inn. Union and St. Ives, fantastic. All right, guys, excellent. Cheers for meeting us. Thank you. Really, really great to meet you. Now, I listen back to this. I'm not quite sure how I managed to lose my voice quite so significantly um, within the first couple of hours of being there. Um, but that's what happens at festivals. There was a big, <laughs> big old campsite. It was a really, really cool place. It was in a place called High Tide, which was like this big old um, fun fair British arcade, uh, Coney Island. I think is the name of the arcade. Um, but yeah, just crazy vibe. Lots of uh, rockabilly on the beach. But those guys were great. Totally check out Wolfie's uh, show on rockabilly radio, etc. And uh, yeah, keep your eyes out for the Rhythm Hepcats. My next interview was with a band called um, Dwayne Con and the Connections. Dwayne is a younger dude, um, fantastic guitarist, really nice Gretsch he was playing. We talked a little bit about it. Um, obviously, a lot of these guys I'm catching straight when they come off of stage. So there's a little bit of extra energy in uh, these interviews mostly from me i've just been yelling along to uh, johnny cash songs and chuck berry songs and stuff like that and then i go straight into oh i'm supposed to be in work mode here <laughs> um but all good fun Dwayne was a lovely dude um and i really look forward to seeing them again and hearing what they're uh, what they're up to and what they're recording so check this one out all right man that was an absolutely fantastic set i really appreciate you playing led zeppelin as well how was it for you <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun you know uh the crowd are fantastic in there. It's just fun energy. And, uh, and when everyone gets to start dancing, it's just absolutely fabulous. So we bounce off of them. We bounce off each other, you know? Yeah, man. It was awesome. Uh, tell tell me, uh, tell everybody the name of your band and where you guys are from. Uh, well, I'm from Worcester, which is uh, Midlands. Uh, uh, Stevie's from uh, Derby and uh, Davis from London. Cool. And the band name? Dwayne Conn and the Connections. Perfect, man. And uh, so are you guys on tour at the moment? Uh, no, we're not on tour at the moment. We're fa- focusing on uh, writing mainly, uh, getting stuff together, you know, to do our own originals, to get our first EP out there. That's our next step. Awesome, man. Yeah, you did a mix of originals and uh, and some absolutely classic tunes tonight. You did Folsom Prison Blues. It was, uh, it was really, really cool. It's actually one of my favorite songs to play. Uh, you also had a stunning Gretsch. Talk a little bit about your guitar. My guitar? It's my baby. It's my pride and joy, you know. Uh no, you can't go wrong with Gretsch. Like it's it's the guitar for me. Um, it racks some TV Jones in there to really boost it out, you know, and it really gives that proper oomph in there, you know. How long have you had it? I've, that guitar has been with me for about four years now. Yeah. Cool, man. And is that your only one? Uh, no, I've got two two fifty four twenties. They are. I've got two of them. Nice, man. That's awesome. So, when do you reckon you guys are going to start having a recording and having something out? Uh, I, I reckon now because uh, with things on the horizon for the rest of the year it'll probably be mid next year we'll get it recorded out by the end of next year great man looking forward to hearing it and uh, what's up next for you guys have you guys got other shows coming up soon uh, next for us uh, will be in a couple of weeks actually we'll be playing um, in Porter's Head uh, that'll be our next gig for us yeah Awesome, man. Are you sticking around for the rest of the festival? Sticking around for the rest of the weekend, yeah. Uh, Going to try and check out all the bands and uh, just have, a, have the best time that I can. Yeah. Anyone you're particularly looking forward to seeing? Uh, the Me Cats. Uh, Rob's in there. I like Rob. He's a nice lad. So watch him uh, do his thing on the guitar as well. Good stuff, man. Well, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. 
so much fun just to get to walk around a festival and uh you know get to chat to everyone that's playing um it's yeah one of those things that it's just it makes you really appreciate uh this kind of thing and, and what you do but Dwayne was a lovely guy and uh, the, the guys that I spoke to from Rhythm Hepcats were also really cool. I didn't get a chance to catch the Black Cat Boppers. I was, I was, he- I'm hesitant to interview people before they go on stage because I know there's a lot of setup and people are moving gear around and I know what it's like. I know what it's like when you're on stage, particularly at a festival with a lot of band changeover and stuff. Um, having somebody be like, Hey, dude, you want to chat to me for the blues guitar show? Um, <laughs> you'd probably be like, Oh man, <laughs> you know, I just want to set my pedals up and get my amp plugged in. Um, so I tend to, get them after the sets. Uh, but the the Black Cat Boppers, they were finishing their set at midnight and I thought yeah, they probably just want to go straight back to the trailer. Um, so I didn't get a chance to speak to them. I am going to try and get them on the podcast at some point, but I watched their set. The set was absolutely phenomenal. They were my highlight band of the weekend. So if any of the bands you want to check out, um, check out the Black Cat Boppers. I think they were great. There was a few little technical issues with the, uh, with the guitar amp right at the beginning of the set, which meant that the guitarist, um, ended up coming into the crowd, which I think is, you know, it's so cool. It's such a, such a punk rock vibe, um, which was awesome. And yeah, great music. They really straddle that kind of, uh, 50s rock and roll style that you associate with rockabilly. And, you know, they've got the, they've got the, the hollow body guitar and the double bass and all that stuff and good harmonies. But, um, but they also have a real country vibe about them which I think is really cool. Um, the drum setup was crazy. The drum setup with the drummer was standing up, no bass drum. The bass was basically doing the bass drum, like a dum, dum, dum kind of thing. And um, he was just playing a snare and two cymbals. And, you know, you would never have known it if you weren't watching it. So that was really good fun. Black Cat Boppers, highly recommend. Now, the next guy that I caught up with was uh, one of the guys that was uh, organizing it and had been there for nearly 11 years. Um, he had no idea that I was going to be there, I don't think so. <laughs> he was thoroughly confused by my presence. But um, lovely guy. So I chatted to this guy, Kevin, who was doing everything over the weekend. He was setting bands up. He was the booker for the bands. He was doing the comparing. He was introducing the bands. Um, he was helping out with a bit of the DJing and sound stuff with it looked like. So he was like uh, one of the guys who was really spearheading this thing. So it was great to catch up with Kevin. So here's my interview with Kevin, uh, all about 10 years of the Welsh Rockabilly Weekend. Awesome. So I'm here with uh, Kevin. Kevin, what's your kind of role over the Rockabilly, uh, the Rockabilly Fair weekend? Uh, well, I tend to set everything up. I book all the bands and DJs. Um, and then obviously over the weekend, then I organize them coming in and going out, making sure they've got what they need and sorting out their accommodation. And then obviously getting them on stage and then introducing a comp as well. Great stuff. So you had a bit of a mad one last night, did you, with the band... Dropping out last minute? Yeah, um, McCurdy Brothers messaged me at gone midnight last night, um, <laughs> just as I was leaving the festival here, and uh, they'd said that their car had broken down on the way to uh, on the way home from their gig last night. So this morning, very early hours, we started to try and put something back together, so fill in for today. Uh, 
I'm just interrupting this episode to let you know about the Blues Guitar Show Plus membership. Plus members get access to weekly lessons each Friday complete with tabs and downloads. For just $5 a month, you'll get instant access to nearly a year's worth of guitar lessons covering finger picking, fretboard theory, soloing, improvising slide and much, much more. If you're tired of bouncing around on YouTube trying to pick up bits of information from here and from there and you find it hard to commit to regular lessons, this is for you. Details of how to join are in the description below. Now back to the episode. Yeah, I managed it brilliantly. I mean, that was that was great. Yeah. It did really, really well. How many years have you uh, been coming to this, been involved in it? Uh, 11 years now. I came to the very first one that Peter had put on. Um, and at that point in time, he'd been over to the States and had seen something with Rockabilly in, but not understanding the scene. He'd put some things together that I personally didn't think would suit. Um, mentioned it to him on that weekend. He said, talk to me afterwards. So afterwards then, uh, over a pint, he had a bit of a discussion. I'd said that, you know, I've been on the scene for over 30 years. Um, knew a lot of people, knew a lot of the bands um, and could point him in the right direction. And he said, well, rather than that, why don't you sort out booking the bands and the DJs and I'll just finance it. That's amazing. So have you got any uh, favourite years you can think back to? Any years that you thought that was really, really good? Um, to be fair, a lot of them have been really, really good years. Um, the very first one that we ever put on, I called in a lot of favours on a lot of people that I've known on the scene for a long, long while. So probably that was really good. Um, on that one, we did have Pete coming in from the Go-Getters. Um, and this is our 10th year anniversary now. So he's coming back this year um, to play tomorrow night. Amazing. So that's really good. And tonight, I'm really, really looking forward to look, seeing the Glad Rags. Saw me at uh, the Terror Up Festival in Croatia last year. Really, really good band. So I'm stoked to be putting them on here. That's awesome. So other than the, uh, the Glad Rags and uh, the Go-Getters, any other bands that you've really enjoyed so far or you're really looking forward to this weekend? Um, well, there's a lot of bands on this weekend. Black Cat Boppers on last night stole the show. They were really good. Um, and we've got a lot of regulars back. El Camino are playing this afternoon. They've played about three times over the last 10 years. Um, and we've also got tomorrow the Sundown Boys. Um, they've hit the scene really hard for you know, some young lads doing a great job. Um, so they're back. And uh, next year we've got Danny Brown who's coming to DJ for us as our guest DJ as well. So. Great stuff. All right, last question. And how do you balance uh, a whole weekend of music and getting bands on and off stage with uh, with the uh, drinking? Uh, I don't drink an awful lot. I just <laughs> slurp in between the in between the acts. Um, that's all you can do. Isn't it? Excellent. All right, cheers, Kevin. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about where this festival is held uh, to kind of paint you a, a word picture um, of this place because we got a bit of a chance because most of the bands weren't starting until sort of 2pm uh, in the days. So um, we got a bit of a chance to go around and see see the local area and stuff. And Wales, I haven't been, you know, I haven't been to Wales that much. I've been to Cardiff and we used to go, we used to go on tour and we play Cardiff and then sometimes you go to one of the other, one of the other university cities. But, but you know, the smaller parts of Wales I've never really been to. Um, and we got a chance to walk around and I noticed at one point that there was Elvis stuff everywhere. And I mean like everywhere. 
uh, I looked in a church window and they had a crucifix with Elvis on it. And uh, every every stall in the market was selling Elvis T-shirts and Elvis clocks. And uh, the bars were Elvis themed. And there was guys crooning Elvis songs outside all of the pubs. And uh, it wasn't until really I had this chat with Kevin that I realised what a massive thing this is. So I thought I'd look it up. And it's a town called Porthcrawl. Uh, uh, in South Wales. And it's apparently famous for being the town that loves Elvis more than any other town in the world. They actually get more yearly visitors to their Elvis festival than Graceland gets. Um, they have something like 30,000 people descend on this tiny town, uh, for one weekend of an Elvis lot of an Elvis festival, which was, uh, incidentally is, was the weekend after the Rockabilly festival. Um, but yeah, I had no idea just how Elvis obsessed this place was. It's crazy. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen I was putting up some of the uh, some of the pictures as I was going along, just to, just seeing Elvis stuff and being like, "What is this?" Because um, you know it looked like I don't know, like your grandmother's house, but like you know, just covered, absolutely covered in Elvis stuff and Elvis memorabilia. Um, but yeah, what a crazy place, but really cool. Um, so the last interview that I have is with uh, the aforementioned band that were made together in the trailer park site the night before the show. Um, so I was, we were staying in a hotel or a motel just down the road, um, but most of the bands and uh, most of the fans were staying in the campsite park, which was a kind of, uh, it was like a caravan trailer park. Um, and apparently when the band dropped out, they just started jamming in there and decided to play the next day. And you know what? They absolutely smashed it. Um, it was a husband and wife kind of duo, um, wife playing guitar and singing, husband on the drums, um, uh, both from Scotland. So they'd come a really long way. Uh, for this weekend. So awesome that they came all that way, brought their instruments and got a chance to play. Really, really cool. Goes to show if you ever go to anything like this, take your guitar with you because you just never know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we caught up with them just after they got off stage. So here's by now a very tired me having a chat with LG and the Plymouth 57s. Check it out. Okay, I'm here with LG, who's a bit of a uh, a last minute hero of the weekend. So do you want to just give a little overview of exactly what happened and how you ended up on stage? (laughs) Woo! Uh... So the I'm married to the drummer, so we already do a wee bit of music together. And you married a drummer? Well, he wasn't a drummer when I married him. <laughs> He's not even a drummer yet, are you? Yet, <laughs> He's no. just practicing. I'm just working on it. I thought he was rich. I heard I heard drummers make lots of money, but uh... anyway, sorry. So back <laughs> back to this. St- <laughs> so no, we we met the boys at the Hillbilly Hoedown, and. Um, I was, my, my husband always, when he hears music, runs out to find who's playing. And I was, I'd had a few drinks, so I was having a wee afternoon siesta. And he just came running in and said, they need a singer, get out of your bed and go and sing some music. Um, so at the festival campsite, um, we had a wee jam. And then we came down here and we had a wee jam yesterday. And then we just, a band pulled out and we got asked to go on the main stage. That's amazing. Did, that you, did you bring your instruments and stuff with you just to play with? Yeah. Brought the guitar and you brought a snare drum. Snare drum. Just we, for practice and the guitar, but we, we met up obviously with Carol and, uh, and Jimmy. And Jimmy. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, they, they had their instruments with them and, and the we're still, I think we're still a stage, wee bit you know? like, kind of like, did that just really happen? It was just totally bizarre. And it was, it was a great show though. I mean, it was really, really cool. And you've got some of your own songs, is that right? Yeah, I do a lot of writing. I'm new to this though. Um, our background's folk music. We do. I do a lot of serious uh, 
traditional Scottish music. I write in old Scots and Gaelic. And I was getting bored with it. So about three months ago, I said to my husband, let's do a rock and roll band. And so the two of us just like play around in the house. And um, I started writing some songs. And then we went, we had a couple of jams in a recording studio with a, uh, another guitarist. And like, that's, that's it. That's all we've done until we came down here. So it's totally in its infancy. But yeah, we did that. And uh, the Vassar's come back next year. So it's it. But for the last year and a half since discovering rock and roll, rockabilly, we've just, we've took it by the horns and just went with it. You know, we go to festivals abroad, anywhere in Scotland, travel away down here. And uh, it's just amazing. We started buying all the clothes for second-hand shops, getting them yeah. invented. And then we um, we thought, my pal's got a 57 Buick, and he introduced us to that. Took us for a ride in the car, and that night I was on looking at a car, and I bought myself a Plymouth, a 1957 Plymouth. So that hence so the name. So you're, you're all in then. So we're the, that's the band is called the Plymouth 57s, which yeah. was decided last night. No, this morning it was decided that we're called the Plymouth 57s. Yeah. Are you sticking with the name? I think yes. so. Yeah, I like it. But yeah, I would good. like to have LG and the Plymouth 57s. So is it Lorna Jane? Because she has hyphenated mm-hmm. L, L, LG. And we'll, uh, just, we'll, see, we'll how, see. see how it goes. But at the moment. Exciting stuff. I hope you guys get to do some recording soon. It'd be great to have something out. Not even thought about that. <laughs> we haven't. I mean, I've, I've written. I've written for years and years, and I recorded. I've done all. I've recorded all the folk music, but this, is it's so in its infancy that I can't imagine I would want to take any of this into the studios anytime mm. soon. It would, it would need a lot more work. But mm. hey, it might be exciting. I, I don't know. It's a completely new venture. We haven't got a goal, a vision, a plan at all. Mm. We I think just we're gearing up towards Christmas, and then see how the band gets on back home. And then maybe look to start putting some stuff on uh, recording it, yeah. Because we've still got our, our other bands called Fifty Shades of Blue and we've, we still gig as that band. Um, so we've still got to fill the commitments for that and then we'll look at transitioning oh, yeah. over. So, yeah. Exciting stuff. Well, great stuff and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys next year. Thank we you are, very much. Uh, as far as I know, we are booked to play in there next year. On a Thursday yeah, already. Night. That was the word. As soon as we come off stage... They want to pick us back for next year. Oh, that's we'll about be better as... next year. We'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were great. I mean, that's as good a sign as any, isn't it? Book straight away for next year. Oh, Excellent stuff. Cheers. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. So overall, a banging weekend of music. Really, really good fun. Uh, a couple of bands that I'm going to give a shout out to uh, that I didn't get a chance to catch. The Glad Rags, I man- I tried to catch on the Saturday, but never got a chance to. Um, the Accidentals. Same thing. Managed to catch a bit of the McCurdy brothers. They were brilliant, really, really great musicians. I mean, all the musicians were great. That's the thing about this kind of music when you go to a sort of um, a rockabilly festival like this. And I'm looking forward to going to a blues festival in January to do a similar kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so many good guitarists, really, really great fun. So cheers to everybody at the Welsh Rockabilly Weekender. Uh, I look forward to seeing you all next year. Um, maybe next year I'll even check out the massive Elvis festival. I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know if you want to hear a review of that. All right. Have a great week, everybody. And I'll catch you next time.
Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.